Feels like we've been waiting a whole year for the borders to reopen and at least interstate travel to kick off. It's 11 past seven with Rob and Terry and Bob. This is shocking. Mm. And, you know, we all, I think we've all been preparing for the idea that there's going to be seconds and third waves when it comes to COVID. And yes, we're hassling for a, a vaccination. But until that comes with people still being infected, coming in and quarantining, mistakes can be made. And I think the initial idea was there would be outbursts once we got down here, but yeah. that wouldn't lead to border closures. But now it's about the nature of the outburst and community transmission that led to borders being closed again going into South Australia. And who thought sleepy old Adelaide would be the focus? <laughs> well, they were the heroes. <laughs> they were the heroes when Melbourne were the okay. villains only about to two months fair, back. To be fair, we're the heroes. Yeah, okay. But, you know, but I, <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't laugh because it's actually really, you know, scary for all those people and really sad. Like, we're, what are we, less than six weeks till Christmas? Yeah. And it's so funny because every couple of days I've been going online and looking at flights and at the moment it is really super cheap to fly from Brisbane to Sydney and I'm thinking I've got my mum and my sister down there. I haven't seen my mum for months and months. I haven't seen my sister for over a year and we're planning on doing a big Christmas together and I look at the flights and I think, but I don't know that I could risk it Yeah. because the problem is that as soon as the hotspot is declared, then they shut the borders within like a 24-hour period and I'm thinking, how do you get home? Yeah, we'll try driving back from Melbourne. because. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're double the distance. Yeah, and because my daughter's leaving university the kids are breaking up the house. So they're both moving house. So we need to get down there with the car and be able to help out with that. But, I mean, I could do it. I could but get from could Melbourne actually... here in a day if I had to. So you don't – see, this is the thing I've been deciding. I rang my sister yesterday and I said, I think I might drive because at least then I could skedaddle. Yeah. Like I could just get in the car and there'd be three of us driving so it wouldn't be so bad. But you have double the distance. It's like a 24-hour drive from Melbourne. Well, luckily I do love driving. But, uh, yeah, um, and look, the biggest thing, of course, is what you say. Juliet misses Chris terribly. We had a bit of Belle during the year. We miss her, of course. But she hasn't seen a son for that full year. Like so many other people in Brisbane, it's the emotional low to what you might risk versus your job, really. So would you risk booking interstate travel at the moment? Uh, Nikki of Trap- Chapel Hill. Hello, Nick. This is actually a mate of mine. Hey, Nick. <laughs> Good morning. You've got the whole Adelaide thing going on, don't you? We certainly do. I mean, we haven't, um, you know, who would have thought they haven't had uh, community transmission for seven months? And uh, I thought I was, um, I was pretty confident booking flights. I wasn't even worried about it, to be honest. They're expensive and it's always an expensive time to fly, but I thought I've got the boys uh, collared into going. They're 19 and nearly 21, so I was really grateful that they wanted to come. So I booked the flight. And what have you done? What Have you spoken to your mum? Because your family live in Adelaide. Yes, they do. Um, actually, mum called me from the golf course yesterday saying, what's going on? Yeah. And, you know, I think she's more worried about what Anastasia's going to say because we know that once they're shut, um, you know, they're not going to reopen, let's be honest. You know, 28 days of no community transition is what it's going to take. Transmission is what it's going to take. So so you think about that. We've got till Friday to stamp out COVID so I can fly. Yeah. Nikki, I, I hate that we're all experts in these stats. Everyone can quote you all these stats. <laughs> we're getting there and not getting there. It'd drive you mad. So what are you going to do? Well, I don't know because I don't understand and I don't know what Christmas looks like without um, without the... Um, I'm unprepared for what it looks like with our little tribe of three compared to the extended family, um, let's call it chaos. Yeah. Um, you know, that you know that big thing of Christmas. I don't know what it looks like for just three of us. Yeah. You know? I, I haven't even contemplated it, you know? And, and you say group of three, I say 9,000 bucks in quarantine coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Ouch. That's right. And who would do that with the, you know, 19 or 21-year-olds? No. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there'd be no food left for me. But <laughs> Good luck, mate. I mean, I wish there was something we could say that makes it better, but you're right. You've got till Friday and then you'll have to make some choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's going to be a very different Christmas this year and it is for a lot of people and, you know, for you too and for both of you. So I, I, I get that. But, um, yeah, it's... it's um, once you can't do something, isn't it always the way that's what you really want to do? Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks, mate. Uh, let's go to uh, Len of Sandstone Point. What are you doing with all of this? Uh, well, I was going to fly my daughter up, but I work for the COVID hotline and I've been keeping an eye on their cases in hotels from overseas. And once they had four a day, four a day, three a day, I could just see that it was going to get out and I just didn't book the flights because of the money. I thought, no, nah, it's going to, the moment they get a couple spread from there, they're going to shut it down. I'll lose, I'll lose my flight money again like I did in July. And, uh, yeah, I didn't book and I made the right decision. You've just said something really interesting, Len. W- working for the COVID hotline, does that mean that you get the national, you're talking to people nationally or just here? No, just, well, we do talk to people from all over the country, but it is more about the Queensland rules. Okay, so uh, we deal we deal more with Queenslanders and our border restrictions. But as you're looking at the other states, you're saying that when you see that there is some transmission happening, you start to get concerned about it. Well, the moment you see you know, four overnight in a in a hotel from people coming from overseas, you know it's not going to be contained. Okay, you see- it's only a matter of time before that gets out. Are you seeing that in Melbourne and Sydney by chance? Uh, not Melbourne because they've got no international flights coming in. Yeah, um, we're seeing a couple in Sydney, and we're seeing a few up here as well. If you get a memo saying Victorian border opening soon, could you just shoot me a message, mate? I'd really appreciate it. I'm sure you guys will know before us. <laughs> okay. Oh, Len, Good I on you, feel Len. for you, mate. Thank you very much. It's Robin, Terry, and Bob on Brisbane's 973.